66. You were a young lady. Mm -hmm. We called it. You, you saw him. We called it. He called this. He killed the others. That's enough. He killed the other young lady. Enough. Somehow you enough. Uh oh. Oh boy. Oh no. Oh no. Oh my god. Are we gonna. <gasps> oh my god, we're actually seeing oh. this. Revenge of the Sith cut away and showed on the hollow screens. This is hard to look at. Yeah. Oh. What is with these heroic droids in more, the more recent Star Wars? It's just, yeah, K2SO. K2SO. Oh. This is so sad. The the violin music yeah. is just breaking my heart right now. Oh. Oh, damn. Oof. May the force be with you. Oh, damn. Fire in the hole! Oh, damn. Oh. Damn. Oh, man. Not again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Whoa. How did she... How did that kid survive that? I don't know. Oh my god, he hit her in the same spot. Yeah. Did not see it, youngling. You see it that whole time? You. Whole I like time Kenobi, Kenobi always underestimates him. He's like, yeah, he won't be able to tell it's you. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. No, he saw. He knew. Uh, um, Still here. Revenge does wonders for I the have world two to stomachs. <laughs> What's your excuse, sir? So I did. Um, I like how fancy the Grand Inquisitor is. I know. Yeah, he wears white gloves. Revenge does wonders for the will to live. I just went to a novelist sem seminar yeah. <laughs> in New Haven. <laughs> We're spending the week in the Hamptons. <laughs> I own a yacht. <laughs> My wife, Ginger, people for sport. and so, I have an open arrangement. <laughs> Pete Campbell and I from Mad Men are soulmates. He is. He is. He is he's, the, he's the Star Wars answer to Pete. Uh, welcome back to New Rockstars. The third sister, Reva, is confirmed to be our poor Order 66 youngling back in the gutter now, somehow still alive as flashbacks to prequel era Hayden Christensen both delight and terrify us. Oh my God. But what's next for Reva on Kenobi? This is Wookie Leaks, our weekly reaction to Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. I'm Eric Voss. My Easter egg breakdown is coming tomorrow. But right here, I'm with Tommy Bechtold. Tommy, yes. thoughts Oof. after this episode? Wow, what an episode. Uh, yeah, just packed. Yeah. Packed with Star Warsy goodness and uh, some predictions of ours, you know, kind of coming true, coming to fruition. Feels good. Yeah. Feels good. We now understand why Rupert Friend was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live on Friday night. Uh, Jimmy doing his best to pull those spoilers out from uh, Rupert, and Rupert 
staying steadfast, but with a little twinkle in his eye that I think let us know. I feel personal right. vindication that he came back in episode five because all my haters were saying, nope, it'll be an episode six reveal. And I said, no, no, no. You get the appetizer in five. You get the Grand Inquisitor returning in five, and then you get him at full force, spinning that saber around like a helicopter blade in six. See, I think, oh, I, oh, God, we got to get the spin. We got to get the helicopter yeah. float, right? To me, the main course is Qui-Gon. Like, that's, oh, I think, yeah. next episode. Yes, I got absolutely. it. I, I need me some Neeson. Give right? me some Qui-Gon. Like, I need some but the, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, can we talk about the, the de-aging on, uh, I mean, or the lack thereof yeah. on uh, Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor to this pre-Attack of the Clones era. Yeah. He did a little bit, but he still looked like, he still looks significantly it older. I didn't mind. I it, just like seeing these faces back Yeah, there. I thought it was smart to do it this way because it didn't throw me. I was like, all right, they look like no. they... Like they did, like clearly they did some smoothing, but not like you said, like it wasn't like a full fake person. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'd be surprised if they come out and they're like, yeah, we completely rendered this like face from nothing. Like, I feel like it was more just like an Us Weekly touch up <laughs> on a magazine article. You know what I mean? Like it was like, I thought, sure. and, and I mean, that was finally, I think, the Hayden Christensen perform like what we were looking waiting for for this series was like i hope they go back to right. something like that next week too i don't know that might have been a one-time dish but it was just great to see them interacting like that and seeing the stubborn anakin that still loved obi-wan you know even in the end after he's been embarrassed mm -hmm. by him in a teachable moment he's still kind of like half smiling like all right you got me you know like there was still so much good in him right Absolutely. Let's let's uh, break down what happened this episode. So, yeah, we open with this flashback, and this is sometime before Attack of the Clones, because, yeah, Anakin's still a short-haired Padawan. He still has all of his limbs. He's still using his lightsaber from before Attack of the Clones in the first part of that movie. Obi-Wan is now this long, slick-haired master doing his best to carry out Qui-Gon's wishes, mm. uh, spending some time at night, uh, having some dreams about Duchess Satine, some a woman he'll one day meet in the years ahead on Clone Wars. Um, they spar in this training session, blue on blue. I just think, Tommy, these flashbacks are beautifully inter interwoven throughout yeah. the episode. They're framed mostly as Vader's memories of this lesson that he never truly learned. It's kind of like that one memory of your of your teacher or mentor who told you something that you didn't truly appreciate and just kind of left you mm. a little pissed off and confused. Mm. And and then different experiences throughout your life force you to think back on that moment and realize, oh, I'm on the other side of the clouds now. I, right. I kind of get it. Uh, I don't know if Vader gets it yet from this episode no. because, uh, you know, he's still kind of an asshole. Yeah. But, I I mean, that's kind of the argument is if, uh, you know, Obi-Wan is still the teacher, you right. know. Uh, Vader's still the learner. Mm -hmm. uh, but by the end of the series, I, I think... Vader will have learned his final lesson from him, um, but he's going to learn it in the way that serves him now in his current mission, which mm. is not a good one. Uh, but I also just love how this memory by the end of the episode is something that is shared with Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is just thinking back, is dwelling on the same moment. Mm. Again, the Force is drawing these two together by mm. forcing them to think back on this this one throwaway moment. They probably did hundreds of these training sessions together on right. the terrace. Ultimately, yeah, I think it's great that this was this is exactly what I wanted between you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen on this series. Mm -hmm. It's like a chance to revisit uh, a kind of vibe between them that existed on Clone Wars. 
but we didn't necessarily see enough, well, I don't know, maybe you saw enough of it in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. There were some wholesome moments between them, mm. uh, but I just liked revisiting that and having this, uh, this touchstone that can inform their current conflict uh, in such a beautiful way. The fact that we revisited it like three or four times throughout the episode was just really cool. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't have like as sharp an eye for like de-aging and mm. like whether VFX looks like perfect and pristine when I first watch it because this might just be because I grew up doing like shitty theater in my high school where people were wearing like cardboard costumes. Right. So like that willing suspension of disbelief is like dialed up to 11 in I my think mind. I, I'm, I'm just the like, same way as you, yeah. I know it's not real. It yeah. just all looks animated and, and, and CGI to me anyway. Right. So I'm connecting to the characters right. in this moment. I don't mm -hmm. care if it looks photorealistic always. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm the same as you. I, I don't have a very good, right. yeah, say, like I don't have a very good, I don't have a keen eye for it. Like I'm like, oh, okay, this is like so clearly not him or so clearly like a changed face. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever, that's him. <laughs> like I think when I, uh, like people are going to grill me for this, but when I saw like uh, um, Tarkin in Rogue One, I was like, ah, mm -hmm. when I saw Leia at the end of Rogue One, I was like, ah. Yeah. When I watch Rise of Skywalker, even yeah. and they recreated Carrie Fisher, I'm like, ooh, yeah. they did it pretty good. Yeah, like yeah. I'm just so easily won over Absolutely. by these things. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. What if we just find out this whole uh, series, like Hayden Christensen's, like, yeah, I was never on set. I never they showed just recreated up. I, I wasn't completely. there once. They're just really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> they used Reese Beecher. Uh, they did a great job. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um, Vader promotes Reva to Grand Inquisitor, making her kneel. Which is interesting because she mm -hmm. hesitates, but obviously we learn that that's triggering her memory of him, mm -hmm. looming over her in this posture. Uh, so Obi-Wan, Leia, Roken, and Sully return to Jabim. No one says a goddamn word about Wade. Mm -hmm. You know, how, we need we need an hour of silence for Wade. I justice think. for Wade. We get it here. Disappointing. Yeah. Justice for Wade. Uh, Wade's, with, with, Wade, Wade's with Barb in the Upside Down somewhere. Wade is... Uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. Getting a spinoff. Um, Obi-Wan reunites with Haja, sees more Oribesh Jedi names and phrases. I'm going to translate all those in the breakdown. Don't worry. Also, enough lightsabers to make General Grievous throw away oh, his yeah. blue chew forever. I'll ID as many of those as I can in the breakdown, too. Um, but evil Lola activates, cutting some circuits, sealing their sh uh, their hangar doors. Reva forces, uh, Reva's forces lay siege to the base. Uh, they try to get the doors open. Um, you know, so that they can escape mm. while they seal all the other doors. Uh, Leia crawls into a vent to work the wires. Cool. I don't know why it had to be her. Couldn't yeah. some, one of those other little kids done it who maybe have well, a bit were, more electrical engineering like, know-how? <laughs> I feel like poor O'Shea Jackson has gotten the short end of the uh, dialogue and plot stick in this show. Because, like, I, I'm very much enjoying this show. But, like, last week they had his character be like, under no circumstances can we help you. It would be crazy for us to help you. And then, like, Obi-Wan says one thing, and he goes, you need anything from me, and I will absolutely do it no matter what. It was like, it was such a 180 in the span of 30 seconds for, like, I feel like today yeah. he was like, I can't crawl through a vent. I'm too big. And like... Then Leia's like, I'll do I got it. these big, strong yeah. arms, and I like to eat. Yeah. I'm a man. Yeah. I can't go in a vent. He's get, he's definitely getting the um, role of the like yeah the the like guy that if this was like an army movie he would get cut down by like a space laser immediately <laughs> like if he was yeah he's the brat sure. yeah but yeah good for him good for him for being in Star good Wars for him. anyway uh, Obi Wan stalls by talking to Reva through the door and it is confirmed that Reva was the youngling from the yes. Order sixty six prologue Ooh. scene 
at the beginning of the series. And we learned that Anakin stabbed her. And that's how she knows Anakin is Vader. I guess you just don't forget a guy who stabs you. Like yeah. you see, you see Anakin go that dark. You just kind of can tell by the way he walks and the way he swings his lightsaber. Like, oh, that's probably the same yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, she says she hid among the bodies and played dead, which I'm amazed that they kept that in the episode yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. Because they put the disclaimer at the top. I'm not saying that I, I think it's good that they kept it in right. for sure. Like we shouldn't. We should be triggered by these things. I well, think yeah, we I mean, it's like, things, I, yeah, I mean, the, the fact that that has parallels to do to, to real life things is is more of an indictment on real life, not the show. You know, like their fantasy. Good point. You know, their fantasy exercise in survival is, yeah, I don't, I, it's like, I don't think they should be apologizing for, you know, something they wrote two years ago that unfortunately has recent parallels. And I, I'm glad they left it in. Like you said, like, it's like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, there's a longer issue to talk about that, but yeah, absolutely. Um, the one thing they leave out from her story there is how exactly she survived after that, yeah. like how she got out of the temple, how she ended up uh, with the inquisitors. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk more about that in a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but Reva suddenly gets the idea to cut through the door with her lightsaber, pulling a good Qui-Gon mm -hmm. uh, to, uh, to, to melt down the blast door. But here it looks like she wedges it. It doesn't look like she melts it down. Mm -hmm. She just does it and the door is like, Ooh, okay, yeah. I'm open now. Um, so this leads to this shootout where uh, Ned B gets a great moment mm -hmm. where he kind of vaders someone up to the ceiling, but you know he and Tala do not make it. It's tragic. Uh, no. Tala detonates a thermal detonator. Obi-Wan surrenders, tries to force Reva to join him against Vader. Um, it seems like he moves the needle a little bit, mm -hmm. but she has him taken back inside to wait for Vader for some reason. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure why they couldn't just leave him there. I, to the me, it was, that right. was almost her indicating that she was game for the plan. Like okay, she okay. Did, yes. She, I, I that was my thought. Like she knew he would be able to dispatch of a couple of stormtroopers pretty easily, and was like, "Yeah, all right, take him inside, so that way he doesn't have to do this with like fifty of you. He has to do this with like three of you." Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that like uh, they didn't try to stretch out this uh, duplicitousness between Ariva and Vader to two episodes because I feel like yeah, Ariva's decisions eventually were going to out themselves mm -hmm. uh, in this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm glad we got this duel between yeah. them. Uh, but yeah, so Obi-Wan does slip away. Uh, there's an amazing moment where Vader hunts him down and force pulls the transport uh, ship uh, back down. God, I love Not that. just holding it back, slams it back down, rips off the pieces of it. Yeah. That, to me, was like, holy shit. Like, uh, one of like my top five Look how powerful Vader this guy like is. It's like crazy. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It was vicious. And, you know, no one's on this ship, right? It was this yeah. insane fake out where the yeah. other ship was right there. Vader didn't yeah. sense those engines firing up. I guess while Chewbacca he was, was it on down, a different like, transport. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of that, right? Yeah. I mean, hey, someone had to pilot this other transport. That guy's dead. Yeah. That, that guy's yeah. gone. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know what? Okay, fine. Maybe they made one of the astromechs just do it on yeah. their own. But that astromech is gone. Yeah. Either way, Vader's going to beat that thing to hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then we get this great duel between Reva and Vader. And I love how at first Vader only uses the force mm -hmm. like until he snaps her double-bladed saber and duels her with the other half of it. Mm -hmm. And he defeats her and stabs her in the side, triggering her moment where Anakin stabbed her during Order 66. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, the Grand Inquisitor returns alive and well, reclaims his old Grand Inquisitor badge. So Rebels fans, 
Don't worry, we're yep. we're on it. Reva crawls over to Obi Wan's hollow communicator that Haj has dropped, finding the scrambled message from Bail Organa mentioning Tatooine and Owen and the boy. Mm-hmm. And Obi Wan senses this discovery from his shuttle, and he his mind drifts back to Tatooine to the Lars homestead and Luke sleeping soundly in his bed. Mm. So the question now is how exactly does Reva survive both mm. this time and when she was a kid? Uh, and what is her next move as we look ahead to the finale? How does this all end? Before we talk about that, we want you to head on over to NewRockStarsMerch.com to grab our Obi-Wan Kenobi themed latest obsession shirt, Empire's Most Wanted. I yes. wear it here. I love this I shirt. I need it, I got it, come on. Give me that, give me, give, give me that epic hero. Give me that, give me that latest obsession. New Rockstars merch. Tommy needs it. This limited edition shirt won't be available much longer. So uh, make sure you get a chance to grab it before it's gone. And when you purchase this latest obsession shirt, you'll unlock the ability to get a shout out featured right here in WikiLeaks. Mm. Uh, let's see. We got John Travis says, I'm a Jedi on an EOPI ride. I'm wanted by the dark side. <laughs> John... Your uh, your poetry uh, was yeah. the highlight of our morning here. Yeah, I want to thank you. Uh, Neon Victor asks, "What's your favorite lightsaber?" Mm. Um, I mean, to me, I think Maul's lightsaber from yeah. I mean, Mass that when I was a kid, that was definitely my favorite lightsaber. But you know, as you get older, yeah, you no. you grow more mature and nostalgic. I think I'm a sucker for a classic Kenobi lightsaber. You know, I yeah, I, I love that lightsaber. But yeah, when I was, uh, well, however old I was, twelve or thirteen, when um, uh, uh, the first prequel came out, or maybe a little older, I was Darth Maul all the way. And then Mitchell says, "Help me, Eric Voss. I'm on the East Coast and want to see your improv." Well, uh, uh, Mitchell, I'm doing you a favor. My improv's not always that great, but it's, uh, it's a fun disagree. time. I'm just saying. I've done a lot of improv yeah. with Eric, and it'll be well worth it. We're going to get to the East Coast for you guys. Don't worry. Some way, somehow. Yeah. New Rockstars wants to go on tour. I'll just say, I don't know where yeah. on the East Coast you are, but like we do want yeah. to like take the show on the road. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we'll give you all the updates. I don't know if you'll see me do improv shows, but maybe I'll, I'll know some of the... Lo- I do know like improvisers in cities yeah. all over the country. You might see me and Eric pop up. I used up. to be part of that cult. Right. Eric um, and I could pop up in some dingy basement. And do a quick improv set for you. You never know. Maybe we get off-screen producer Zach. He's a great improviser. There's so many good improvisers at New Rockstars that sometimes I wonder. Brandon Barrick, one of the funniest improvisers you'll ever see. Okay, I wasn't talking about him. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Brandon is spectacular. Yes. Yep. All right. right, Let's dive into this episode. What's What's our first question? Eric, how and why is Reva still alive? Yeah, so yeah, this episode confirms what we've been speculating from the opening shot of this series, that the first youngling we saw on that terrace of the Jedi Temple was, in fact, Reva. Apparently, that's how she knew Anakin was Vader. She saw Anakin's savagery as he killed the younglings in the temple. She recognized his movements and his presence when he later appeared suited up as Vader and made the connection that way. Reva apparently never forgave Vader for stabbing her through her stomach as a kid, and who could blame her? Obi-Wan manages to flip her this episode, but when she draws her lightsaber on Vader, Vader subdues her, foreseeing her her treachery and her Mm. betrayal. Uh, And he does this without even drawing his own lightsaber, which feels like a a disrespect, right? Yeah. He does not respect her enough to even draw his own lightsaber. It's like, yeah. He calls her youngling. It's kind of like those... um... Those like sort swashbuckling movies of like the sixties and fifties where like the, mm. the master sword fighter would put his hands mm. behind his back mm. and just dodge. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I can do it. 
I can do it. Immediately can stab him in the neck. We get this great cross-cutting moment where Riva relives this same man, stabbing her the same exact way as he did before. And I think that might actually be how she survives mm -hmm. his stab. So let's dig into it, because Riva said she survived Order 66 by hiding among the bodies, playing dead, but there must have been more to that story of young Riva's survival from the temple that night. Like someone either found her or she was able to crawl out of there alone. Um, the Grand Inquisitor said they found her, quote, in the gutter. But the Emperor, according to the timeline from Chuck Soule's uh, 2017 comics, the Emperor did not create the Inquisitor program until sometime after Order 66. It's not like he had it ready to go that night mm. and then, like, she crawled into a gutter and the Grand Inquisitor's like, that one. But by the time Vader found out uh, that the Inquisitors were operational uh, when he was in his suit, he, like, this was after he had chased down a kyber crystal to bleed into. Uh, and after he, he started making Mustafar or, or like going on these side missions from the Emperor, and then he comes back to talk to the Emperor, and then he runs into the Grand Inquisitor. He's like, oh, Inquisitors exist? So it's implied that like there was a period of at least a few months, maybe a couple years, mm. uh, that Reva would have been on her own and then ended up in the gutter. Uh, and during that time, she was a kid. Maybe she could right. have survived on her own. Obviously, there's, there's kids all over this galaxy who are able to survive on their own. But mm. like... Part of that survival process is she could have patched up her wound with some nice wheat magic from Thundercat, That's giving right. her some Phoenix Shan pistons in the stomach. Mm -hmm. Like, but either way, this is patched in a specific way that allowed her to survive. Um, actually, you know, we should take a moment to reach here and speculate that whoever smuggled Grogu out that night might have also helped out a wounded young Riva, yeah. and then maybe she just got separated at some point and landed in the gutter. We I know. would love we to have know. some sort of exploration on that, whether it's a movie or like another limited series, like the 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 immediate yeah. aftermath of Order sixty six. That would be, yeah. I hope, I'm Absolutely. sure they have plans. And in the meantime, if like every single Star Wars series can just flash back to that night and show it from a different mm -hmm. point of view, I'm okay with that too. Absolutely, <laughs> because it seems to be the game plan right now. So the Grand Inquisitor returns. He survived his own lightsaber stab, but in his case. Powans have two stomachs. Actually, mm -hmm. mentioned Jimmy Kimmel, Rupert Friend, referenced mm -hmm. that in an interview. He's like, well, yeah. one of my stomachs. Like, yeah, he so said that's he's a half how cow. he explains his survival. Yeah. Uh, and he makes this glib comment about uh, Reva having revenge feeding the will, will to survive. And he's not wrong. If you think about it, revenge definitely helped Maul survive far worse wounds than this for yeah. years. I think the reason Reva survives Vader's stab now is that Vader deliberately aimed for the same exact spot that he stabbed her before, a wound that would be patched with machinery or pistons or whatever it is, as opposed to like vital organs. Mm -hmm. So if it can be, uh, if, if it was repaired through artificial means before, it can be repaired now. Um, but it still hurts, I think, you know? He yeah. tore open painful scar tissue. Uh, it's just one blow that won't necessarily kill her. I guess the question is, why did Vader leave her alive? Why didn't mm. he and the Grand Inquisitor just execute her in this moment? Because Vader's done that plenty of other times mm -hmm. with uh, with mouthy Inquisitors before. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, the fact that Vader never used his own lightsaber against her and called her youngling indicates that he just doesn't respect her enough to kill her. Mm. I think he may also foresee something that the Grand Inquisitor doesn't yet, that Reva's rage might actually still be useful against Obi-Wan. I wonder if Vader leaving her alive is something to do with the fact that he was left alive, you know, and like in a, in a very weakened, destroyed state. And if there's something about him knowing that the true torture is having to live on past this, these failures and these humiliations. And like, for him, he's like, okay, I could kill you, but I've basically disarmed you to the point where you can't hurt me. 
And now I've right. once again, for the second time, driven a lightsaber through you. So go ahead and like, yeah, like, like live on with this shame and this mental torture, just as I kind of fight that battle in my brain every day. And like, sure, there are certain people that he'll just kill instantly because that's the ultimate thing. He doesn't have respect for life, obviously. But like for people like Reva right. that he feels extremely disrespected by, he realizes the true punishment is surviving beyond this. That's a really great analysis, Tommy. I think you're exactly right. I think uh, he says, look, unleashing a rage monster on the world isn't something that's uh, like he's so confident in his own abilities to repel right. anything that she'd bring at him. Yeah. Uh, but knows that Obi-Wan is still scrambling and weakened. Right. So says like I think that is yeah. uh that is something that Vader does when he yeah. trains the Inquisitors, is he like brutalizes them. He cuts yeah. off their limbs and stuff. I think yeah. he knows that like rage is a powerful weapon when right. you're mentoring people because it worked for him so well. Sure. It, keep, it keeps them motivated mm. in a horrible, cruel, sadistic way. Yeah. Let's be right. clear. Like uh JK Simmons and Whiplash. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. What a teacher fear is. Mm -hmm. So what's next, right? Is she going to be headed to Tatooine? Mm. And is Obi-Wan going to fight her and Vader in the finale? If this happens on Tatooine, are they going to reconcile that with Vader having no idea Luke <laughs> is on Tatooine in A New Hope? Like, yeah. I assume we're going to get a rematch between Obi-Wan and Vader, right? In yeah. the finale? Or is that I, I feel like we have now, unfortunately, for Reva's character, she has now entered the she knows too much. Yeah, like level of a character knowing things. And unless she fully turns into an ally of Obi-Wan and like sacrifice, either A, diverts Vader away, from, like knows the secret and uses it to divert Vader away or sacrifices herself. Like, I just don't see it ending well for her now. If she knows both kind of, if she's now basically pieced together all of the secrets of the original Star Wars trilogy years before right. it happens, it, doesn't to me seem like there's a easy way out for her, you know, to, to survive beyond right. this. Yeah, agreed. Like, she's the one character on this series, other than some other members of the path, whose fate we don't really know. Yeah. Um, we we know Obi-Wan's going to be fine. We know Leia's going to be fine. Vader's going to be fine. Grand Inquisitor's going to be fine. Right. Uh, but Reva's the one, like, you know, she could die. But I also feel like if she was going to die in this series, wouldn't she have died in this episode? Wouldn't they have just made mm. this her death? I think yeah. the idea is that she's going to be left alive. I, there's even some talk of uh, of Reva getting a, a spinoff series. Oh, wow. uh, if so, I would want to know where that is. Like, I you know, is season two going to be about her trying to hunt Luke? I feel mm. like there's only, only so much story you could do there because Luke really never left Tatooine. Right. So it really he had no idea like any of this. A Mr. Magoo going. thing of Luke walking around the town as like yeah. she tries to swipe at him and like <laughs> can't get him. Ugh. Yeah. <gasps> Damn it. How's he so good? Obi-Wan's just like <laughs> blocking her attack. <laughs> They're both invisible. Exactly. Um, it's like, why do things explode around me all the time? <laughs> the uh I uh I hope that next episode we get a rematch between Obi-Wan and Vader. I feel like yeah. Like, I hope, as much as I love the flashback duel between them, mm -hmm. they, the two need to lock sabers at least once more. Yeah, It's just that that can't happen on Tatooine. And right now, it seems like Obi-Wan's headed beeline to Tatooine. Right. So we're kind of back where we were at the start of the series when it comes mm -hmm. to speculation of how these two are going to intersect. Mm -hmm. Like, assuming that Leia's now safe, headed back to... I, I, here's my thinking, is that, like, you know, I, I guess the question is, sorry... Does Reva know that that was Bail Organa? It seemed like they deliberately scrambled it being Jimmy Smith's. She mm. just couldn't, she could right. hear what he was saying. And she broken, only got pieces. But she doesn't, 
Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't know that Bail Organa was in Cahoot. But she must imagine. No, she knows that Bail Organa in, in Yeah, because, because that's why she tells her during the interrogation, like, my father is a senator. My father is Bail Organa or whatever. So, like, yeah, she has to. I mean, so, like, yeah. does Is this something where Reva tries to intercept uh, Leia going back to Alderaan? And then they mm -hmm. fight again there. I'm just wondering where this goes. Like, what exactly is going? What what story is left to tell? It just seems like now it's going back home to protect Luke, but protect Luke just from Riva. Right? Is, is Vader now off the chessboard? That can't be. And and I I mean like, what would Riva's motivations to getting Luke be? Would it be to hurt Anakin or to like? Would it be revenge? You know. I think she's trying to get back in his good graces. Oh. I think uh, I don't think she knows that Leia and Anakin. Uh, or Leia and Luke are Anakin's kids. Right. Uh, I think that's still a secret. Uh, but I think she's trying, again, to draw out Obi-Wan ah. uh, in the same way. That, like, oh, the, she. I think she now knows that, like, Leia has a secret brother mm. that Obi-Wan is also protecting on Tatooine. Mm. I think that's what she knows. Got it. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a whole... Uh, she's going to use it to try to get back in either Vader's good graces or mm. just to increase her own stature or get revenge on, on Obi-Wan. Yeah, because uh, I think right now she knows that she can't get back at Vader. Like she yeah. had her best shot. Yeah, she's never going to get another shot of Vader. No, not like that. No. All right, we're going to talk about some more predictions for the finale. Uh, but first, we want to thank some friends who helped us make this episode. Me Undies. When it comes to the best movie series to binge, one particular franchise comes to mind. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Star Wars was born, something that uh, was born not so long ago, MeUndies' new latest Star Wars collab. MeUndies is back with more prints featuring your favorite characters. Get ready for your next movie marathon with the softest and comfiest Star Wars collection. Watching the Star Wars trilogy for the 500th time is true comfort for me, but nothing is more comfortable than my MeUndies. Who wouldn't feel more confident with Chewie on their underwear? Get this walking carpet out of my way and into my pants. <laughs> <laughs> MeUndies loves partnering with your favorite shows and movies, and this isn't the first time they've created a collection with Star Wars. The Force is strong with this one, which is why they're back with two new limited edition prints, Lightspeed and Rebel Squadron. Match your favorite person in the galaxy or go solo in sustainably soft undies, socks, loungewear, dog hoodies, and more sizes from extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for our viewers. For any first-time purchasers, you'll get... 15% off and MeUndies shipped right to your door. To get 15% off your first order and a 100% happiness guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Wookiee. That's MeUndies.com slash Wookiee, two E's and Wookiee. All right, Tommy, let's look ahead to the finale and make some uh, predictions for what we think we will see next week. First off, mm -hmm. Force Ghost Qui-Gon Jinn. Do mm -hmm. you think he's going to show up? God, do you I think he'll so. help Obi-Wan? And do you think Vader will see Qui-Gon's ghost at any point? Or would that require Vader to be on Tatooine? And that's not going to happen. I think Obi-Wan will see Qui-Gon. I don't think Vader will. I I think that, that like Vader seeing Qui-Gon, I feel like Vader is completely unredeemed until the original trilogy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see Vader, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, having any, like, I could see him having moments of conflict, but he's so brutal, so ruthless, so bloodthirsty, so arrogant right now that I don't think like the shock of seeing Qui-Gon is something that his character is going to go through. I, 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 you know, I've obviously been wrong before, but I have a feeling this is going to be a one-on-gone one on experience, one-on-Qui-Gon uh, with uh, Obi-Wan 
and Qui-Gon. Do you think um, uh, we are done with both Darth Vader and the Grand Inquisitor? Because you could totally walk out of this episode and say, okay, both of those characters are set up for the next time we see them. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Darth Vader in Rogue One, uh, uh, Grand Inquisitor in Rebels. Yeah. Like, we could step away from that. I just hope we don't. I hope really. we don't. I want to see I just, them in another yeah. episode. Yeah, me too. It just seems like their issues are now resolved, narratively yeah. speaking. Uh, I mean, I would say that Vader still has a bit more of a lesson to learn with uh, with Obi-Wan Kenobi, but you mm -hmm. could also argue that on the Death Star in A New Hope, that's kind of the, the final I still think Kenobi's going to best him and knock his mask off. I still think we're getting a Hayden Christensen in the mm -hmm. Vader with the mouthpiece uh apparatus yeah. in the suit i think we're getting that next week i just want to know where that happens from from what i understand looking at trailer footage all the trailer footage has now been shown there was some footage of a uh, of ned b in uh in the jabine base as it was being laid siege to mm -hmm. but now i don't think there is anything else mm -hmm. so all the stuff in the final episode we have no idea it i wish the final episode had been like a secret movie and like they were like at the end of yeah. last night, at the end of their today's drop, they're like, and now next Friday in theaters, Kenobi, the movie, it's three hours long and we've set up where it's, where oh it begins. I would, that, what a great freaking. Oh, I would lose it. Trojan I, horse that had been, that would have been. Disney, steal I mean, that I idea from me. Steal that idea from me for Hell something yeah, in I the would future. Go. Well, they are putting the whole series in theaters, which I think is interesting. Mm, yeah. So, and it does feel like the fact that each episode is called parts, like part one, part two, part yeah, three, yeah. does feel like this truly was intended to be a movie. Yeah. And that is, that's why some episodes feel like kind of a weird lull in between mm. story beats a little mm. bit. But I think the, uh, yeah, I gotta, I'm with you, Tommy. We gotta see rematch. And then, yeah, let's play some bets. Helicopter lightsaber move from the Grand Inquisitor. Reba yes. can't do it. Hers is now severed in half. That's Grand right. Inquisitor, fourth sister, or fifth brother. Do we think any of them will do the helicopter float, or will this series view that as too goofy? No, Grand Inquisitor's doing it next week. We're getting it all next week, Eric. I'm going positive. I'm bullish. Better. I'm bullish on Kenobi. I am bearish on cryptocurrency. I'm bullish on Kenobi. <laughs> do we think Reba's going to survive this season? No. I you don't. think next episode she's a goner? I think she sacrifices herself. Oh, sure. wow. So you think she'll be redeemed by the end of it? I do. I think she's going to be a tragic character. I agree. I think uh, I think she's going to spare Luke at the end. Mm -hmm. Do you think Obi-Wan's going to tell her who Luke is? And that uh, only might if be he knows for sure she's dying. Only if she's mortally yeah. wounded. I think he might. I mean, he might, you know, the new hope is supposed to, you know, is Luke, right? And a new hope is Luke. So that she might be the first person to learn of this new hope. You know, like outside of the people on the inside. Uh, Good point. I, I think that yeah. might be the one thing that allows Reva to forgive Obi Wan because her whole thing was like, "Where were you when right. this? When your Padawan was killing all my friends mm -hmm. and tried to kill right. me? Like, where were you?" Right. Now he can say, "Like, look, I've had to dedicate my life in exile, mm -hmm. just like sitting in the desert, hoping right. nothing comes to this kid to try to hurt him." Like mm -hmm. that mission, that exile. Could be enough to make her realize, oh, okay, no, this guy is, uh, he's definitely still on the mission and he's trying to redeem himself too. So do we think we'll get a second season of this series? And if so, what would be the story of that second season? I, I know that they are game for it. I know that like, obviously like uh, the actors have all said that they would, they're specifically Ewan McGregor says he's interested in doing more as Kenobi. My question is at what point 
does it become, have we, are we telling too much story and losing the isolation of the hermit, Ben Kenobi, you know, from A New Hope? I mean, I think there's still more story to tell. And you could, you could tell a, you do another six-part story that's basically taking place in the span of a month of another time Obi-Wan was called off planet. But in a sense, then he's basically becoming like this uh, intergalactic A-team, right? Like, it's like, all right, right, we've got a problem. Only Kenobi can solve this. And like, maybe, you know, it, do it doesn't seem as though Alec Guinness in A New Hope has become like a, a more hopeful character. So it's not like these missions are all leading Kenobi to being, you know, like he just, he feels more dutiful at that point. Like, I watch over Luke. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. I make sure Luke's okay. Mm -hmm. That's my job. And like this, like we still have kind of like Kenobi with a little bit of like urgency to him. So I, yeah. I guess I would I would love to see a second season just because I love the way Ewan McGregor plays his character. But I don't know if he could come into conflict with Vader again, you know, especially if they have one right. more duel. It's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, it, perhaps as a, you know, perhaps we could see... Obi-Wan as Kenobi and other Star Wars things, I guess would be my best answer. Right, yeah. I think um, there's only so many narrative levers he can pull for this series right. to be interesting and to exist at mm -hmm. all. I think the big draw is the promise of the rematch between these two yeah. characters of Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like right now, uh, if you're trying to create a series, it's really hard to write a series where you know the fates of every character except one. Right. Uh, that's kind of the issue with the all prequel series. Uh, Better mm -hmm. Call Saul, I think, is doing a masterful job of that. And they've introduced mm -hmm. new characters on that show um, uh, two new protagonists um, that I think you, you have no idea what happens to them. Um, so right. it's fascinating to watch, to be honest. Um, with mm -hmm. this, all we had was Reva. Uh, everyone else, pretty much. You know, so you'd have to do that again, just kind of put someone else in Obi-Wan's mm -hmm. world. And at that point, it's not really about Obi-Wan. Like, you can't right. really... There's, I don't know how much more story there is to tell. The one Obi-Wan story that I would love is like, let's go back. Let's go back to the Clone Wars. Let's do a live action Clone Wars. I'd be down for mm. that. Um, yeah. Because other, otherwise it's just Obi-Wan, like great, we can see Obi-Wan and Black Kersantan fight outside the Lars homestead. Cool, that's mm -hmm. fun. It's just more desert stories, but I don't know right, if everyone right. would be down for that series. I would right. watch it for sure. I'd love yeah, it. Yeah, me too. All right, so I'm very excited for the finale. I hope we get uh, a pretty epic rematch between uh, Obi-Wan and Vader next week. Uh, I'm Absolutely. very excited. And I like that the series is coming full circle. It's going back home, back to Tatooine. I'm, I'm worried about Luke, but not that worried. Because I think mm -hmm. he's... It's pretty okay. He's I think okay. he'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll leave it there for this episode of WikiLeaks. Again, the Easter egg breakdown is coming later. Or no, it's coming tomorrow. Don't forget to check out our many great merch options over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. Follow me at EA Voss. Follow Tommy at Tommy Bechtold. Follow NewRockStars. Subscribe to WikiLeaks wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching and goodbye then. Goodbye then.